Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. 
And I'm so excited to be here, as I said to Dr. Sean this morning. Um, we've got an awesome segment. And I remember when he came over to me with the excitement of what's in store for today about prophecy and becoming your own prophet. And he didn't know that I've been in this season uh, specifically for the last several months as I've been developing um, a resource for people associated to the gift of prophecy. I have a lot of people through business coaching who come to me and they have all these different ideas and they don't know how to put them together. And I have this way of literally like sitting with the Lord with these people's passions and also people's pains to be able to formulate a blueprint, to be able to formulate um, a, a vision opportunity for them to see more clearly what's the next step. And I love it so much. And people may or may not see that as a gift of prophecy, but I simultaneously in my walk with the Lord have been really conscientious of the gift of prophecy for the last six years. Uh, I always tell people that I went to like a white people church and I, I probably should stop saying that because it's probably racist in and of itself. But I went to one of those churches um, when I was little sporadically um, that had, you know, whether it was hymnals or people in suits and fully dressed up and you never saw anybody weeping and everyone was good, right? Quote, unquote, how are you? Great, good. Everyone was hugging and cheerful. And meanwhile, they had just had a massive argument in the car or they actually haven't talked to their spouse in a week. And there was no transparency or vulnerability. And about six years ago, I had a massive encounter with Jesus, um, with my Savior, and I, I just had, was rocked. I was rocked to the core on what is faith, who is God. I was rocked in what is Christianity. I was rocked in the life that I was currently living, the stagnation that it was, and the void that it was, so much so that I let go of titles. I let go of labels. I had... Um, two different businesses that I completely surrendered to. And I just stood for a little while in, in silence and simultaneous to that in exploration of identity. And what does that mean? It means I had a lot of mental health work to do. <laughs> I was in therapy a lot, both with my spouse and also by myself. Um, I had never explored me. And when we think about the gift of prophecy, the gift of prophecy, while it's connected to who we are, it's more so importantly connected to God, we being used as a conduit to be able to serve that to somebody else. And the ultimate element of prophecy that I want you guys to be aware of is in order to ever help somebody see, you have to drain your own sight. You have to drain your own vessel and be able to be utilized as a conduit to God, uh, as a conduit to the spirit. And it seems kind of counterintuitive to how we're taught to do anything in the world, right? Mightier, stronger, more self-aware, more wisdom, more knowledge than would allow you to quote unquote, prophesy or quote unquote, be a visionary for people or be even a leader. But the more that I've leaned into this in the last six years, when I had this encounter, I stepped into a Pentecostal rooted church that is non-denominational, but there was Pentecostal roots. It had shifted over the last uh, decade. And so I was exposed to this entire new practice of faith. And so much of it was literally becoming silent with your own words and leaning into the words of God. 
And so it's been a journey. It's been an exploration. And a lot of people think that the fivefold ministry or the gifts connected to who we are as a people, whether it's the gift of prophecy, the gift of healing, um, you know, all these different things that were practiced through discipleship. And when Jesus was actually here, you know, we, we see all these miracles that happened and they think that they were back in the day, but it's not. It's something that we have access to right now. And miracles still happen today. I'm sure if we open the stage right now to what miracles have transpired in your life, there would be a ton. I don't even say dozens because I don't want to limit a limitless God. But the reason that I'm so passionate about this is because this gift is something that we need so desperately in society because I feel like often people are walking around hopeless and they're walking around blind. And if we could be more vocal in this gift and be more surrendered to its ability through and in us, God would be able to, to work and in a different way. And, and he is obviously uh, infinite in his abilities. And, and I think at the end of the day, he doesn't even really need us. He can do whatever he wants whenever he wants, but he wouldn't have created us if he didn't want to use us. So we are literally his children. We are his chosen people. And so in this exploration over the last six years, I've been really prayerful over being able to not just, um, provide healing for people because I walked through such deep healing for about three years in my ordination and minister's licensing through this mental health journey, through emotional intelligence. And simultaneous to that was literally going to coffee dates with people. And I was helping grow these businesses. And it had been something that I had been tapped into for the decade prior too, but it all works together for the good of his children. And so I would be in prayer and simultaneous to that be on YouTube because <laughs> YouTube is amazing, right? Why would we not use YouTube more often? People say I went to the YouTube university and I was learning about how do you prophesy? And so if you're ever considering like, that's not my gift or you're ever considering like, I'm not capable of, right? We, we devalue our ability because we see other people's ability. No different than like speaking on stage this past weekend at EYA. People were like, I would have never considered doing that. I've never thought, I can't believe you're able to do that. How do you talk so long, Dr. Sean said. All of these elements, well, everything is a gift of surrender of thyself simultaneous to a gift of practice, which allows us to step into something like the gift of prophecy which to me, and you'll see this link at the top as I'm speaking, to me, prophet, P-R-O-P-H-E-T, is connected to our prophet as an abundance, our prophet as finances, our prophet as love, kindness, goodness, graces, all of the incredible fruits of the spirit. And I think if we leaned into that more, we would have more prosperity. And so I've been journeying through this with people to practice alongside them, do you have the gift of prophecy? You mentioned it briefly, Dr. Sean, the, this concept of a God wink. I think a God wink is God literally showing us his prophetic lens to be able to lead us and guide us through our days, through relationships, through experiences. But what if we individually could become our own prophet? What if we then could speak life over a situation and that actually came to fruition? 
I know that I've definitely set through messages, even here on Clubhouse, and similar people said it this morning, that they felt like what was being said was exactly for them. It was, they felt like the message was literally exactly what they were going through. That in and of itself is a gift of prophecy lent by Dr. Sean, lent to me, lent to the room, lent to the space from God himself. And so we should never discount our access. And ultimately, if we're surrendered, surrender and access go simultaneous. So if we think that because we want this specialized gift of prophecy, because we are trying to create a hierarchy or we're trying to demonstrate God, that's kind of the antithesis, I believe, of what God would have us do. He wants less of self and more of him, less ego and more spirit. And that's a hard thing to do because ego is associated to our identity all the time. You cannot be egoless. However, the more that we lean into who he is and who he's called us, that is when our ego goes down. And so if we think through being a leader, and we think through CEOs even, and businesses and founders and innovators and trailblazers, that's what Fit in Faith stands for, which is the acronym to my business, the acronym to my podcast, um, really the acronym to my life's mission. And you guys in this room, I know are trailblazers, are innovators, are founders. If we could tap in, which we can, to prophecy associated to leadership development, that's where the fruit exists. And so recently I'm gonna share a story of this surrendered experience that I had where I was actually able to tap into this gift in a way that I had not previously. I am such a learner that I have gone to many nights of prophecy here locally even. I am in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And CBN, the Christian Broadcasting Network that you guys have seen, Jolie Olstein and all the people on all the time, um, is right here in my backyard, also with Regent University. And they host these gifts of prophecy or these nights of prophecy because they have a school of prophets here on campus locally. And it gives them an opportunity to practice because practice connected to prophecy is critical because you will know the moment that you're tapping into ego rather than tapping into the word of God when you're sharing anything from self or anything from heaven anything from the word, anything that is spirit oriented. And I'm sure you guys can even tap into that now when someone was like, whoa, I don't know what came over you, but that was so prophetic, right? I don't know what came over you, but that was a word right from God. Uh, I want you to just think through your own examples and be able to share that with people and come back to that place. So I had gone to this night of prophecy and I had never experienced it. This was probably four-ish, five years ago. And I wanted so desperately some answers about things that were taking place in my life. And previous to that, I had had like palm readings done. I had, you know, just really been exploring in a worldly way, in a secular way that is not healthy, is not deemed holy, all these different things. And so I was um, eager, but also a little bit fearful, to be honest, because I didn't 
know what to expect or what the outcome of that conversation was going to be. But I was an empty vessel at this moment because I had literally lost what I felt was every element of my identity. And maybe you've been there. Maybe you've lost a loved one. Maybe you've lost a job. Maybe you've lost um, a foothold or anything in your life. And you're just in this place of, I feel lifeless. That's where I was. And so prophecy connected with a human who is in that state of vulnerability can literally change your life. And it did for me. So I go to this night, I have these two women who literally don't know me from Adam. And they asked me like two questions. They wanted to know what I was here in prayer over and who I was here in prayer over. I answered in less than probably two or three sentences. And these women started prophesying over me. They started prayer first. They're just praying to God about any situation, anything that was coming up for them as they were praying over me. And I remember even this past weekend, I was praying over Princeton before he got on stage. And when I first start a prayer, or even when you're first starting a, a speaking engagement similar to this, you have words prepared, right? I have notes in front of me and I've looked at them twice because as you get that fire inside of you, as you get this download is what people will say from, from God, you don't need notes. You literally are speaking from what God has already prepared in your spirit for such a time as this. And as I was praying for him, I remember having that transition from these are the prayer words that I had planned to say versus these are the prayer words that God has for you, brother, right? And in those moments is when the breakdown of tears occurred. In those moments is when I could feel his body start to get chills and kind of loosen into the relaxation of the spirit versus just thanks for the prayer, right? You know the difference. There is just such an element of a variable. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Between something God says to you and something a man says to you, there is no element of fear associated to God to prophets. There is no element of hesitation. Um, it is like you own it immediately. You take it as this massive gift and you generally walk into it even subconsciously sometimes because there's maybe this hesitation of ego. There's this hesitation of there's no way that that could come to be true, right? Even the acceptance of a miracle or the acceptance of a healing. I've witnessed people healed. I've seen people literally shape, shape their body complex to be able to walk again. And knowing that, it doesn't make sense that then a day later, outside of that scenario, they're back in their wheelchair. Why is that? Why does that happen? It's because the Spirit of God helps people come erect for the first time in their life to stand with new eyes, with clarity, with a fervor, with an excitement and an adrenaline, and then they go back into their mind. They go back into that lack of ego, and it is a shame and it is sad, and I get that we are in warfare all the time between flesh and spiritual 
principalities, even like principalities of darkness, but then principalities of light. And so hopefully you guys are sticking with me in this because the example that I wanted to give you is connected to something that just happened a week ago when I was speaking in Cabo. And so I'm going to groom group of 50 women. I had yet to really, I've been told many times that I have the gift of prophecy. Um, I have a friend who calls me an entrepreneurial rabbi, and it's one of the most honorable mentions ever. Like the title that I, I will literally just sit beneath all the time because it's, it's something that allows me to practice a gift that I actually, uh, I don't feel 100% confident in all the time to be completely transparent. I could get emotional just thinking about it because I think about the honor that it is to serve God, the honor that it is to speak, even in this space on Clubhouse. Like it seems silly, like you could open a room and start talking, but there are what, 110 souls in this space, plus the people I'm talking to online right now. And like, I have to steward that word so strongly, so well, because your words can have weight that can change the trajectory of people's lives. And we don't, we don't put a lot of pressure on them. And we should, like, uh, we should be silent more often, Dr. Sean. We should follow in the footsteps of Niku more often, where we go to an event and we could be talking, 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 or we could be sitting silent and learning and sitting beneath somebody else's gift. And so I'm sitting there, I'm in this room of 50 people, and at this moment I am actually talking because I'm, I'm a keynote at this conference. And I felt God literally say, let there be silence. And so I have this practice and I had actually just done it this past weekend as well, where these you have this opportunity to be quiet and look into the soul of another human being. Now, I practiced it differently at two different places because it was um, a collection of one gender at another. And so there was a bit more transparency and vulnerability already taking place with all the women versus a space that has guys and girls. The energy is a little different. There's a lot going on. Um, and there was it was very intimate in the other experience versus where we were at the conference this past weekend. And so... I had this worship music playing and I went over to these three different sets of women and these women were weeping, like just weeping. Mind you, they're weeping and they're not allowed to talk to the other person that they're weeping with. So when you look into the soul of someone's eyes, when you look into the depth of who they are, when you're looking at their smile lines or their tear stains, or you're looking at the weathered, you know, skin or maybe the youthfulness of their skin at the antithesis, or you're looking at the way that they're sitting or any element of somebody's humanity. I mean, it is wild when you actually pause, not to look and say, you look pretty, but to actually truly look at someone. And I walk over to them and I do not know these people. I've never seen them in my life. And I put my hands on top of their shoulders. And I believe this is the way that God has always spoken to me. I've sensed it since I was little. And it was this connected to vision. And that's why this thing that I mentioned up at the top is so important to me. Because it's allowing me to see with eyes that are not my own. It's like you're walking into a dream. Okay, I'm trying to help you guys visualize how you can practice the gift of prophecy. You can equip yourself. You can learn. You can grow in gifting. 
Yes, there are elements and talents that are gifted to you at birth. Simultaneous to that, if you are a willing vessel, God will equip you. And it doesn't matter how old or how young you are, if you are willing. And so I'm sitting there, I have my hands on these women, and I see this this phoenix rising from the ashes, right? I see this woman who is completely dilapidated. She's sitting on a corner and there's all these cars going past her like supersonic and she's completely alone on the corner. She's not waiting for someone to pick her up. She is just completely isolated. Nobody sees her, nobody knows her name. She just feels like she's living in this cyclone of speed around her and yet she wants to be still but she doesn't know how there's no example to stillness around her a little while later as i'm sitting there with my hands on her her shoulders i see this massive amount of people come at her side and mind you as i'm seeing this i'm literally my eyes are closed like what's about to happen i feel like i'm watching a movie trailer i I don't know what's about to happen i'm not making it up i it's being deposited into my spirit i've never seen this before never seen this image never watched anything like it so it's not tapping into something you've seen it's tapping into something unseen that's what faith actually is that's what prophecy actually is because if i was to lend my own opinion in this moment i would destroy what is meant for this person and so i start weeping i start crying with her never met the human okay and i see this massive amount of people come alongside her and i see all of them including herself holding up these big white poster boards i can tell that there's something written on them but i have no idea what they say and the speed of the cars starts to slow down in curiosity people are rolling down their windows and they're looking out the window to see and read what these signs are saying no one is talking they're just holding these signs and it's just masses of people more and more are collecting and eventually someone stops and she starts to speak to them again don't know what they're saying and they get out of the car and they join everyone there and that's it okay that's all that was given to me and at the end of it all i see was that image of the phoenix rising from the ashes from the ashes ha see it happens y'all even when you're public speaking and so i get up afterwards and i and this happens with three different sets of people total different visions totally don't know who they are some of them were disturbing some of them were freeing and i said i want to share with you what i've seen because at that moment I didn't share because they were weeping and in this activity of silence. As I share one by one what occurred, I share that exact vision with that woman. She starts bawling all over again. And I know in that moment that it was because God was telling her, and this is the clarity of prophecy, that you have the ability to then forecast for someone as you surrender, not your ideas, his ideas, And he was telling me that she has a message within her, something that is going to still the silence. It's gonna silence and still the people around her. So much so that a mission of masses are gonna come alongside this message and she's gonna have an army gathering alongside her to share and to, to not necessarily speak, that's not necessarily her gift, but to continually show up and broadcast this message. And it's because of her story. And it was wild what had transformed after that in the conversation for her to come to me and share exactly the affirmation that it was to something she is yet to share that she knows she's supposed to share. 
So this is a real life, it just happened last week, example. This was three different people. I could tell you the stories, but we don't have time. That I was literally just in all over. Why? Because it's not me and it's not you. It's God within us. And we have to be surrendered to the opportunity to become our own prophet, not for us, even not to hire ourselves, not to get another speaking engagement, not to be or stand on somebody else's pulpit, not to start your own church. It's literally for the people by the people. Like it's incredible. And I want to finalize this with you all knowing that there is this massive commissioning. There is, I believe, and I said this on stage, an army on the rise of people who are willing to raise their hand and say, God, send me, God, use me. And they're not going to take it lightly. It's going to be a gift to them every single day. And I am so prayerful that those people are people in the room right now that are feeling prompted in their spirit to pray to God about the gift of prophecy. Pray to God about your curiosity over the gift of prophecy. Pray to God that he would use you as a conduit the next time someone is weeping or in need and that it's not your wisdom, it's his wisdom and knowledge that come through you to speak words you've never spoke, to see images you've never seen so that we can literally manifest heaven on earth because I know that it's possible. And I know in the midst of the chaotic world that we're living in, this is a prophetic call to you and to the people of this room. And so Dr. Sean, I am just honored to be able to share the concept and the content with you that you are able to trust me to extend it and you were able to trust Glenn to, to utilize it in this space and to know that it is possible. The Bible says simultaneous to this, and it's a warning, watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. This is Matthew 7:15, And so there are people who will present themselves to you in this gift of prophecy. It could be pastors, it could be um, palm readers, it could be you know healers who are healing out of their own flesh. It could be people sitting on the side of the street who are on a microphone and they are condemning people simultaneous to what they believe. I don't believe any element of condemnation or false witnessing comes to or through a prophet when they, as I said earlier, are surrendered to who and what God is saying to them. And so please, please know that there has to be this pouring out of self in order for there to be a becoming of any sort of prophet. And I believe that in that rock foundation moment, in that season of rock bottom, is when we are able to be literally refueled and prepared and connected to the source of the power of all of these conversations. In Nashville later this year, we are going to not practice prophecy, because I don't think that that's something you can do necessarily in a conference setting. But if we were to think about utilizing our gifts as leaders, as business owners, as coaches, as anybody who's in this room, whatever your title is, a fitness guru, mindset doctor, powerhouse coach, whatever your title is. If you were to take your title and put it to the side, put it to the shelf and lean into the gifts that God has really truly 
given us to utilize, to disciple other people. There's going to be a great commissioning there, just like there's a great commissioning in this moment. And it's at the Grow Your Business for God's Sake conference. I would be completely honored to meet with you and be with you in person, to see the other incredible prophets who will be on stage that I can fully 1000% know that they rely on God when they speak and give you an opportunity to explore this um, in person with people. And so growforgod.com, it's the link at the top. I am excited. Glenn will be speaking there. He had passed this ball to me completely last year after the co-hosted experience, which many of you were at. Um, but our team, the Fit and Faith Media team, is putting this on um, solo this year. However, there is no solo about anything that we do in the kingdom. We have so many incredible speakers coming to share their gifts and talents, their stories, their lenses, but with direct application to you growing your business. There will be breakout sessions where we will actually be praying over you, or we'll actually be doing this sort of commissioning work. There will be social media gurus and all the things that are of the flesh, but with us supporting it from God. Because I don't think that anything we do in our flesh is able to catapult until we're in that surrendered state. So I'm on the hour as always. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.